Hey babies, it's Capri. And Ashley. And we're your very queer hosts to a little queer podcast. Being queer can be weird, and we're here to be your guide through the world of gay. The real gay agenda. And give you 30 minutes to an hour of queer joy, advice. Or us just being loud. Welcome to A A Little Little Queer Queer Podcast. Hello, welcome to A Little Queer Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Capri. I am Ashley. And today we're talking about coming out. I'm coming out. Woo! Do I have to clip that? Am I allowed to sing that on a podcast? Yeah. Okay. 100%. If, if, if I get in trouble, then that's being homophobic. Truly. Agree. Fully agree. A little racist as well. Let's not forget the racism. Let's not, for- not forget it. <laughs> no, no, no. But we are talking about coming out. This week Woo-hoo. was National Coming Out Day. Is no, I mean, I don't like to brag or anything, but I will brag about this. Do it. Because I do happen to consider it a great badge of honor that my birthday and National Coming Out Day fall on the same day. Because it just means I was really destined to be queer. Yeah. And Universe really popped off that. with that one. She nailed it. And I'm a Libra, just, uh. Oof. You Very win, grateful. honestly. I think everyone else should go home. Like, you know that clip where, <laughs> where Issa Rae is talking to Zendaya? And she's like, how often do you have to resist the urge to think these bitches aren't even close? And that's like you. Uh, that's That you. is my favorite. You are Zendaya. Those are my favorite women. I, what am I supposed to say to that? I said I, it my I, chest. I, I said it. I, I, so let the record show, no compliment will ever be greater than <laughs> this moment. <laughs> right now, this is the greatest day of my life. Nothing will surpass it. Not even the birth of my potential children. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Just waiting for the day that someone makes a compliment. 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 Compl- oh, it a beat back. Compliments. Compliation. What the fuck? Someone makes a video montage, okay, of all the times that I'm just, like, complimenting you on this podcast. Honestly, please somebody do it because I'll watch it every night before I go to bed ah. and have the sweetest of dreams of my best friend Capri. Uh, <laughs> no, but for serious, I'm very excited about this episode. We yeah. posted on our Instagram, on the pod page. If you haven't followed our Instagram already, follow us at a little queer pod. Little queer pod. So you can be part of the process because we appreciate you and we love you. Anyways, um, we asked for coming out stories, tips, questions that you guys might have so we are going to be responding to those today right we have both already shared our coming out stories so if you missed that go back to introducing us yes but i do want to ask you a question that i have never <gasps> asked before or thought about oh my god is there anything about your coming out story and i say coming out story referring to the first time that you came out because obviously it. we know it's like a continuous thing if that is something you choose to do yeah but the coming out story that you have shared is there anything that you regret about it or would change? Mm, that's a great question. No, I mean, I think so when I when I came out, I didn't know that bisexual was really a thing. So I told my parents that I was a lesbian who also likes boys. Yeah. And honestly, I'm glad I did it because looking back now, I'm like, that is fucking hilarious. That's like the funniest thing. But I knew what to, I feel like I knew what to do in my body for my own safety and mental health before I mm-hmm knew how to explain that to other people. Like I was at my best friend's house. I was sitting on her trundle bed. Like I was in a safe space, you know, I had mm-hmm. community. So I don't think there's anything that I would, would change. I, I feel like, I feel like I nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> love that. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. What about you? Yeah. I think there are pieces of it. I wouldn't. And ultimately I don't think I would change anything about it. Cause I'm here and I love the way that life looks presently, mm-hmm. but 
if, you know, with, if I had the knowledge then that I now possess, because I started coming out when I was uh, 15, I feel great about the way that I did it with my parents. That was awesome. And there are people that I feel great about it with, but I wish that I had been a little bit more... I wish that I knew that it wasn't something I had to share with everybody. Mm, yeah. I wish that I had been a little bit more intentional with the people that I shared it with because I thought that it was like completing the process. I thought that to solidify that I was in fact bisexual, I had to tell everybody that I knew. Everyone needs to know. Like anybody, right. And it's not like anybody had a negative response, but I do remember like having more awkward conversations about it with certain friends or like feeling like I had to that like people being like, not prove it, but like, especially being with friends with teenage boys at the time who were like, okay, well, like, who you <laughs> dated or like who you, yeah, right. And, Do we have the same and, type? Uh. Yeah. And I wish that I had, I had realized how special it was and how much like, of an honor it is to share with people if you want to do that. And if you don't have to do that, it's not necessary. Also, I told uh, my best friend at the time, and she did that weird, awkward thing where she immediately asked if she was my type. No, no, The canon event. It has to happen. It has to happen. I'm sorry. Like, if I was attracted to her and I said no, and I was being honest, like, I thought that she was super cute, but I'm like, I no, I'm not, like, into you. And she got mad at me. They do that. She was like really butthurt. She's like, oh, she says, well, do you mean that yeah, I'm ugly? Well, Am I right. gross I'm to like, you? Oh, yeah. So it just, it took a weird turn yeah. at a certain times. So I wish that I had been a little bit more selective about who I chose to share that with. But besides that, I feel great about it. Mm. I feel great about it. And I was 15. So like, hey, what, like, what more can I expect from myself? Yeah. I feel yeah. like, I feel like we did a good job navigating it at a young age. And I also feel like, you know, it's so it's so important in those kind of situations to give yourself like the grace of being like, you know, I came out at like 10 or 11. You came out at like 15. It's like we didn't know what we were doing, but we were trying our best and just trying to figure ourselves out in the best way and the right. safest way that we can. And letting people in on that can be like really frightening and nerve wracking. So I'm proud of little Ashley and little Capri. We nailed it. We I did agree. a great job. Mm. Mm. Love them so much. Yeah, they're icons. Um. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of coming out stories, we did get a few good ones. Woo-hoo! Um, and I just, I would love to say, I love um, the the literary talent that we have in this community. <gasps> oh my God. Because so people are really painting us a picture. And I love that. And I love that we get to be in these moments with them. Yes, pen pal. Okay. And obviously we're keeping everybody totally anonymous. It always is. If you ever submit a question or, question or anything to us. So keep that in mind. This is a safe space for all. Coming out story number one. <gasps> so there's a quick side back story that'll make this make more sense. <sighs> I've had several weird and random health scares throughout my life, including multiple different types of cancer. Thankfully, always benign. So this person is doing well. Great. Love that. Okay. So for the story. So while I knew for many years that I was 0% straight, love that, I waited to come out to friends and family much later in life at age 30 for various reasons. And for my friends, I came out over the phone or FaceTime because I moved to a new state at 27 and rarely got to visit them as we all spread out across the country at that point. I told three of my closest friends first, all individually. I had no idea how to do it. No matter how much I looked up online, there aren't many resources for how to do this after age 25. I started off by saying, yeah, I started off by saying I wanted to tell them something that's really important that I've known for a while and finally felt ready. All three friends immediately asked if I was okay. And I said I was. Then I told them. All three friends immediately then said, I thought you were about to say you were dying. 
(sighs) Poor baby. Clearly, I needed to work on my technique. Uh, I worked with each friend on how I could do it better so I didn't scare my family. They helped me tell other friends, which went much better. I felt confident, ready for the next step. I started with my sister, who's three years older. The day before Thanksgiving, we went to Starbucks before running some errands. When my sister got back in the car, I asked if she could wait before we leave the parking lot as I wanted to tell her something. Once again, what's wrong? How bad is it? Nope, just bye. (laughs) What if they were like, that's worse? (laughs) Right? I'm so glad it wasn't. I'm glad. Um, She said, that's it. Okay, can we go to Michael's now? Love that. Can we just go buy our art supplies? Ma'am, you're scaring the hell out of me. I had a great talk about how this is not at all surprising on the way to adding to my sister's yarn supply. Love that. The two of us then spent the next eight months determining how to tell our mom because if everyone else thought something was wrong, my mother would have had me in the car on the way to the ER before I could say the words, not straight. We decided I would tell her when going to lunch at a fun local seafood restaurant that has picnic tables outdoors to sit at. Cute. My sister went up to place the order, and I said the words, I wanted to tell you that I'm bisexual. So fast that my mom had to do a double take just to catch up with what I said. Thankfully, she did not think I was dying. She did have the standard questions that I would expect a lot of people her age to have, but never asked disrespectfully. Other than one person who I'm no longer friends with, story for another day, I truly lucked out with the reactions. Maybe because people realize being bi is a whole lot better than dying. (laughs) But I know it's because they truly love me. So now for my pro tip. Practice exactly what you want to say and don't use much of a lead up. Confidently say it in a direct manner so people understand exactly what you were trying to say. And then maybe practice 20 more times so people don't think you're dying. I'm, I'm weak. I love it. First of all, very glad, along with all of your loved ones, that you are not dying. Yeah, thank God. Love that. Yeah, you're doing great. Love your, Love you being alive. Yes. Hilarious that that was the assumption, though I do get it, given the context. And amazing pro tip. Because I yeah. never thought about... The practicing thing and how much that actually does help. Yeah, I think I just kind of went for it. And I think with with my mom, I said I'm a I am a bisexual, which she thought was hilarious. And my mom too panicked. She thought that I was gonna say that I was a Republican. No shade. She just really that's what she said. That's what she said. I mean, I feel Um, like that is tea and shade, and we love the for it. (laughs) But I love that. I love the direct just rip it off like a band-aid. Yeah. Cause that's real. That's real. But the practicing piece, excellent pro tip because you might think, I don't know, you just, it's like practice, but don't overthink it, right? Yeah. Because you want to know what you're going to say going into it, but don't get in your head about it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because it's going to be fine. And remember that you're giving them a gift. There's no pressure here. Coming out story number two. My coming out stories so far have been great. Mm. Wonderful. I'm not out to my family, but my husband and closest friends know. I realized I am bisexual and started to slowly accept myself in Pride Month 2022. I told my husband and he was fully accepting and interested and we have had some great talks. I told my best friends and a few others earlier this year and my best friends were so loving and supportive and asked thoughtful questions to learn more. Right before I said it, I said, I'm really nervous to tell you all something. It's about me and my identity, and it's really important to me. And one of my best friends literally just said, are you bisexual? <laughs> I love that it's not even like, are you gay? It's like, you right. You got to touch the no. bi over there. Yeah. We smelled exactly what this is. On you, so I'm so glad <laughs> you, you have You have the recipe. <laughs> like, you're literally, this is word for word. Did you copy this off the internet? Like, Crazy. this is word for word. 
crazy. I love that. I was like, yes, I'm so glad you all know now. I've only told friends that I know are allies and will be supportive. Ally. I don't owe my family, period. I don't owe my family my bisexual identity as they don't feel like emotionally safe people. We love boundaries. I, ugh, ugh. Such a good boundary. I stand this person. My husband and best friends are emotionally safe people and I'm so happy they know and accept me authentically. I figured out my truth in Pride Month 2022 because I saw all, because I saw one of Capri's videos shared. And now Capri's crying. <laughs> then I visited the page and saw all the other content and was like, yep, that's me. Finally, a word for it. Oh my goodness gracious. It took me until age 29 to accept myself, and it's been a process of fully getting there and accepting I'm bi, even though I'm in a straight-passing relationship to a man. You good there, friend? No. Look at you. Look at you. Look at you. Making people feel seen. Uh, I'm so happy. And loved. I'm happy. And helping them understand themselves. Eh. That's so beautiful, man. I'm so proud of, I'm so proud of this person. Yes. That's amazing and again snaps and claps for the boundaries like oh, we love that you guys are so right you don't owe anybody regardless of how you identify anything. you do not owe anybody anything it's so interesting because national coming out did what national coming out day <laughs> love it love the message of course love coming out but also always circling back to knowing that you don't owe it to anybody it's not like it's a step on your journey. It can be if you want it to. Mm -hmm. Right. And we have said that so many times, like, and how amazing and how much more special I'm sure this person's coming out story got to be because they were honoring their boundaries and they were taking it as something as a gift to be given. Like I'm trusting you. You are getting to know this part of me because I love you and I value you. Not because I have to say this, or it means that I'm not really bi or that I'm not really gay or that I'm not really a lesbian or whatever. Yes. I love that. Do you know where the term uh, coming out originated from? No, please tell me. So, you know, like, I feel like it was in the 20s, the 20th century with the debutantes. Like, they would bring women out to society when they yes. become women. Yes, yes, yes. So that mm-hmm. is where coming out became. It was essentially people entering queer society. Like, almost like a debutante having, like, your debutante ball, but, like, into, and then also ballroom. Like, coming into your your queer society. Coming out into the world of being uh, a queer person. I love that. Also, why do we not have balls now that we, when we come out? Where, Ooh, where's the ball? that, that I would do. Yeah. That I am participating in. And, of course, I mean, ballroom culture has been a thing forever, but I wish that it was Absolutely. more more modern to be, not, not more modern, more, like, a socially acceptable, like, how people have, like, their bat mitzvahs and stuff, or, like, their quinceanera. Yes. Like, oh, yeah, Capri found out she's bisexual, so no, next week, we were having yes. a ball. Everyone come out mm-hmm. in your princess gowns, and, yes. and we're just going to have tea and crumpets, and we're going we're gonna to lose it on the floor to Born This Way. No, but can we actually pitch this? Because I really feel like we as a people should start. And and not in like the cringy sense, because I have seen people who like came out to their parents and their parents were loving and supportive and amazing. And that's great. But then they like took it like, one step too far. I know. Right. And then you throw. I've seen people whose parents like threw them a party or just like decorated their house with like rainbows because they're excited. That's and they're sweet. like trying that's to be good. Allies. It's very sweet. But yes, you need to let. Especially if it is, you know, this is a minor, you're a teenager, whatever. You should let your child take the lead. Yeah, let them figure what, out what, what, how they want to come out. Because you also never know. Because, right. you know, 
there's sometimes people have this concept of like, oh, they came out to me. That means they're out to everybody. And it's like, no, 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 no. Right. Just because someone came out to you doesn't mean that they're ready for you to tell your coworkers or maybe your partner or all of your friends. Like that's a that's a thing they're sharing with you. And it's also, you know, maybe not be your Maybe not be your place to tell, love. Maybe not be a little mm-hmm. bit of your business. Yeah, I don't know why I do that, but it's really fun to slip into a Cockney accent whenever I'm talking no, about great. things that may be confrontational. No, you should. <laughs> yeah, so I can see how... And, but it's so interesting because I'm sure there are queer elders that would be like, your parents put pride flags outside? Like, that's amazing. You should be so grateful. But yes. it's also like, yeah, but now the whole neighborhood knows that I'm gay. Exactly. And like, I don't, I don't want the whole neighborhood to know that I'm gay. Exactly. So yeah, let people take the lead. Also, love that in like the second story that we just talked about. Love that she started coming out and then her friends were automatically like, you're bisexual. And that that was like a happy thing for her. But for a lot of people, it's not a happy thing. Because it's like, sure, I, there have been plenty of times when my friends come out to me and I'm like, I, I already smelled it, but I'm letting you, ha- I'm, I want you yes. to share it with me. Have your moment. I'm not going, yes, because this is about you. And I know, especially as another queer person, I know how much thought, maybe even anxiety went into this conversation. So I am going to let you share this with me the way that you want to share it. And and it's going to be amazing and wonderful. And we're just going to live in this moment. And maybe later on down the line, we can laugh and kiki about like, yeah, girl, I knew. I knew it. Uh, uh. But right. But in this moment, it's just about you. I'm yeah, I'm not going to take your coming out from you and make it my I always knew. I yes. always knew that you weren't hetero or cisgender. I always knew because it's just like and those are always the, the tweets or the posts that make me uncomfortable when like a, a someone like famous comes out and it could even be their friends tweeting like I always knew that that she was a girl or I always knew that, you know, they were looking at guys for a little bit too long. And it's like, uh, wh- OK, congratulations. Right. How Can you just instead celebrate your friend for being brave enough to tell the world this? Yes. Yes. Just focus there. So I'm glad that for this person that it was a great thing, it was a happy thing. But for a lot of people, it is not. So just be mindful, even as other queer people, right? Just because we are yeah. family does not mean you want to, you know, burst somebody's bubble in that way, even a little bit. So just yeah. be mindful, guys. Be, be family, mindful. but don't be a mean cousin, you know? Don't be like, eh, and oh, don't take please. the moment. Don't blow out someone's birthday candles. Don't blow out someone's birthday candles. Let them blow out their own candles. Mm-hmm. Let them make a wish. True. This is their day. It's like people, it's like people who would be like, is it, is it weird if I like announce that I'm pregnant at my sister's wedding? I'm sorry. What? Yes. Yes. Why would, if you think that's weird, making someone's coming out about you is just, just as weird. Don't do that. Their day. Yes. Fully agree. You know, and that's such an interesting point. Cause yeah, I see like TikTok videos debating things like that all the time. And I'm like, why are these, why are we questioning so weird. Come on, let people have their special but days. Am I am I the asshole because yes. I uh, my 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 <laughs> sister got married and I showed up, or my sister in law was getting married and I showed up in an off white gown, but it wasn't white, and so she told me to change, and so I told my brother to not marry her. Am I the asshole? Yeah, no, babe. Yes, my love. In our American society, you are the asshole. So yes. step it. So. Uh, Please cease your behavior. Cut it out. Get out. This is <laughs> this is just a short. It's not so much a story as just one sentence, but I still love it. It says, when I came out as bisexual to my dad, he said, okay, do you still want Wendy's? <gasps> I am obsessed. What if you were like, actually, no. <laughs> no, I don't want Wendy's. 
I don't do chicken. No. <laughs> I don't do, what are they, like, clementines? Wait, do they have clementines? Yeah, don't they, they have, like, those, like, um the, the oranges that are, like, soaked and, like, you can eat them with, like, a little spork. You know what I, I have mean. I no idea. I literally have no idea what you're talking about. I... I'm so confused right now. Have you gone to Wendy's? Yeah, in my life. It's been a while, though, so maybe... Because I remember they... I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's, I'm pretty sure it's Wendy's. They have the you little... Right. They have little cups, and it's, like, like the small orange slices in them, but they're, like, super sweet and sugary. Oh. Yeah, you're there. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's, like, the fruit cups with, like, the juice in them. Yes. Yes. Got it. Got it. Sorry, well, I really needed to understand because my mom was about to be blown. <laughs> you were like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oranges? Because I was... <laughs> Wait, whoa, whoa. Wait, hold the phone. We're talking about oranges here at Wendy's? You know what? You know what? I quit. But no, right. and I remember you quit. Exactly. No, I'll never, I'll never leave you. Uh, oh, um, my God. Oh, my anxious attachment tra- style. <sighs> She's staying. <laughs> That was like healing to hear you say that. Wow. I'm so glad. Uh, we love addressing our trauma. Anyway, Thank you. Okay. Let's take some questions. This is one we got multiple times. So I'm going to paraphrase into one. Okay. We will go with how to come out to family as bi when you're in a cis presenting relationship. And I'm going to add to that specifically how do you come out to your husband if you are in a cis-presenting relationship. So basically, you're in a cis-presenting relationship, you're bi. Got it. I, I think she might mean people? a hetero-presenting relationship. Yes? Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yes. You're so right. Got it. Okay. I mean, yes. or, or it could be a cis-presenting relationship because, like, those exist as well. I do have a video about this on, on my Patreon, if that is something you're interested in. If not, no worries. I, I love this question because oftentimes we're showing, com- we see coming out as a grandiose thing. And for some people, it can be mm-hmm. more comforting and comfortable to be like, I just want this to be a one-on-one conversation and just like keep it mm. keep it chill. Because maybe in this sort of situation, she doesn't want it to affect her relationship structure. Maybe maybe this mm. person does. Maybe they they don't. Or maybe they do want to, you know, maybe have the relationship be open. Maybe they don't want the relationship to be open. So there is a, a chance of like, you know, maybe nothing on the outside will change to you. But I want you to know on the inside. I always like leading with comf- letting your person know that just because you are bi doesn't mean anything has to change about your relationship unless you personally want it to, you know? So, um, because a lot of times people will think like, oh my gosh, well, you're telling me that you are interested in women and this means it's because it's because you're, you want to leave me for a woman. Like it's because that's what you want, you know? So just letting like addressing that insecurity out front. Also like be prepared that there might be some questions that can be like a little annoying. I also always love a good, um, I'm not accepting any further questions at this time, you know, or just like, Mm. I don't really want to get too deep into it, but I just want to let you know, or like, and here's some resources if you want to learn more, but like, this is as far as I want to tell. So kind of letting, figure out where your boundaries are with that. And also knowing that there's probably going to be some questions that may not be said in the best or most articulate way, because it, it can be like, you know, shocking if someone was with you for their whole life. And then they're like, wait, what do you mean? Like, wait, you, you do you want to leave me? What does this mean? Wait, are you gay? What is it? You know, and it, it yeah. might just come from a place of insecurity. But that's also worst case scenario. This like your partner could be like, oh, me too. Like, you never know. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And then you guys are a bunch of icons. So Love you it. never know. So I always say, like, prepare yourself for questions. Maybe mm-hmm. uh, bring some resources too. like if you want to share some of me and Ashley's videos and have them like a little Google Doc or something and send them over to them and be like, yeah, these are, you know, some resources. And also just know your bandwidth. Are you in a space where you're down to be? 
a teacher and have these like in-depth conversations about it right now? Or are you in a space where you're like, I, I want to tell you, but I'm not really in a space to feel like I'm being interrogated because that might make me feel judged, you know? Mm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. And when it comes to coming out to your family, if you're in a hetero-presenting relationship or a, you know, hetero-presenting marriage, circling back to the point where like, this is, this is a gift that's meant to be shared. The reason why Mm. you are sharing this part of yourself with your family, with your friends, whatever, is because you value them, you love them, and you want them to know that part of you. Yes. Right? So some people might respond, especially if you're dealing with like older family members or I don't even know. I guess anybody. The elderly. <laughs> You're dealing with gramps. But might respond and be like, well, like what, what is the point of you like being bi or like coming out as bi now if you are with your husband, if you are somebody who doesn't, you know, want to open up your relationship or pursue that other part of your attraction. And it's because you are honoring who you are and you want to share who you are fully with, with people. And that's a beautiful, wonderful thing that should be looked at as such. And so remember, know that first for yourself, right? Because that's all that matters. And also remembering that sexuality is based on attraction, not action, which we have said so many times. So you saying that you are bisexual is a beautiful thing that you have discovered about yourself, um, but it doesn't mean that it's something you ever have to act on if you don't want to, right? And that's fine, but that's very individual. So yeah, definitely determine whether or not this is something where it's like, okay, no, I do love my husband. I'm I'm happy in our monogamous relationship, but also like I do, I have discovered this about myself Mm -hmm. and I want to share it. Or I do love my husband. I do want to remain in this marriage, but I do want to pursue this part of my attraction. Then that's, you know, a a different conversation. And there's nothing wrong with either. I love that. I have to say, I just joined like a married or like in a relationship bisexual women who are like dating other women, something that it's a more snazzy title Facebook group. And my God, it is so amazing to see so many women like in a secure relationship and also Mm. open to connecting with other women in a romantic or sexual way. Like it is so beautiful to see that. And it's so funny. Like there was a post where someone was asking like, Oh, like, does your husband know? And all of them, the comments were like, of course I would never date another person without my husband knowing that would, that would feel weird to me or like, absolutely. And he supports me. I, and, and that is a really real possibility. And I think a lot of people can overlook polyamory because they, and here, Oh, here's Capri going on another polyamory tangent. It's happening Um, (laughs) because they think like, you know, a real true marriage wouldn't need that or a secure relationship wouldn't need that. Right. But not everybody is, is, is made that way. Not everybody wants to experience love that way. And also it could be a thing where it's also like in this phase of our life, we do want to have an open relationship. Maybe one day we won't, maybe one day we will, but allowing things to be fluid, allowing yourself to exist and also just not feel shame for the way that you love. That's why I'm so proud whenever I see bisexual women, like who are in a monogamous relationship with a man, even if they're like, I'm never going to be an open relationship. I never want to, I'm never going to explore it, but I just want him to know Cause I'm like, wow, how beautiful for you to be in a space of like, I'm actually not going to see this as a shameful thing anymore. I mean, this is not going to be a dirty little secret that I hide in the closet. This is going to be a thing that I share with the people that I love because I want them to better understand who I am as a person. That's so beautiful to me. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Along that same vein, this person asked, how do I talk about bi attraction in a way that lets my boyfriend know that I still love him? And I feel like you kind of touched on this just now mm-hmm. in terms of the coming out process, right? Um, and providing that reassurance up front. I kind of have a follow-up question. I guess this person can't answer that. What I am wondering, I guess, is 
like, in what way are you discussing or wanting to discuss by attraction? Like, do you mean like the initial conversation and letting him know that like you are bisexual and that you are also attracted to, you know, women or people, uh, different genders, right? Or are you saying you want to be able to talk to him about like specifically when you are experiencing attraction to other people? Hmm. Cause I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I would, I, I would be curious to know what the boundaries of your relationship are in general. Like if you were experiencing attraction to another man, man exactly. Would you, yeah, would, would you, you tell him? Would you want to talk? Right. Would you want to talk to him about that? And would you expect him to have a certain, you know, response? Or would you expect that there to be a safe space? And if he w- wanted to express that he was feeling attraction to another woman, would that be something you guys could talk about openly? Exactly. You know, that's that's such got to go both ways. That's such a good way. That's such a good way to say that. Um, because if not, you can. And and here's the thing: like people talk about like the fetishization of queer relationships a lot. And I think it's a very, very valid point. You know, sometimes Mm -hmm. men will be like, yeah, I'm okay with my girlfriend hooking up with another girl because that doesn't threaten my relationship. Right. And I think there's a difference between being like, oh, I'm secure in this enough that I want you to explore your queerness, Mm -hmm. you know, and I feel secure in a relationship enough where that's fine with me versus I don't see that sexual orientation as a real thing or that it would ever compare to being with a man. And I think that's, that's a conversation to have. You know, but I'll also I, I there's also some people who don't think about it that deep. We're just like, you want to be with a girl? That's that's fine. So, like, I don't want to, right. I want you to think about it, but I also don't want you to be like, well, are you invalidating me? Like, I don't want you to get too, too harped up on it. But um, yes, but yeah. And also, like, yeah, if if it would make your boyfriend uncomfortable for you to be like, damn, Idris Elba is so fun. Like, oh, ugh, I'm, I'm crying. Like, I'm obsessed with him. Yeah. And that <laughs> would crying. make him that would make him feel uncomfortable. But maybe right. he's okay if you're like, dude, I'm I'm actually really into Megan Fox. And, like, I think she might be my type, you know? Um, I feel like as long as there's no, like, active fetishization, then that's okay. But maybe that's just, that's just how I feel about it. Yeah. I think in my relationships with men, I allowed them to fetishize me because I thought that was empowering for me mm. in my previous relationships. How do you feel about mm-hmm. that? I hear what you're saying. And I feel like... I felt the same way in the past. Yeah. Um, present day, very much not that. Love that. <laughs> very much not that. Yeah. Um, but I do agree that I think that's an individual thing. Like you get to decide. That's the cool thing about relationships, right? Or should be the cool thing about relationships. Mm. You get to decide what your own boundaries are. You get to decide what works for you guys. You know, all that actually matters as long as nobody is being caused any kind of harm, right? Mm. All that actually matters is whoever's in the relationship is comfortable with. Yeah. And that that's communicated. And if that is something you're comfortable with, then don't like, then go for it. But yeah, I do think there are definitely, there's definitely levels to this question. So if it's like, how do I come out to him? You know, how how do I let him know that I am experiencing like bisexual attraction and still let him know that I love him so much by saying exactly that? Like sometimes it's funny because I do think it is that simple and we are like prone to overthinking things. Like how do I let him know that, yeah, I'm attracted to girls also, but I like love him so much and I don't want to be with anybody else. Literally say those exact words, say those exact words to him. We just need a lot. Everybody needs reassurance, you know? So just let him know. And hopefully it should be fine. But if it is something where it's like, you want to be able to talk to him 
whenever you are experiencing or when you might have a crush on somebody, whenever you like them or whatever, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you guys have to decide together if that's something you're comfortable with. And yes. it does have to go both ways. It can't just be you doing that all the time and he doesn't get to, you know, mm-hmm. it's got to go both ways. And then if that's not something that he's comfortable with, but he is comfortable with like you and how you identify, that's what friends are for. You know, you don't have to go to your partner and tell them every time you think somebody's cute. Yep. That's what your besties is for, you know? That's what that's what okay. our DMs are for. You know, if you see literally, no, that would make me so happy. If you see a cute girl at like a Starbucks or like a coffee bean and you're like, oh my God, uh, I'm combusting. I don't know what to do. Literally slide to my, you can even send me a voice note. I probably won't listen to it because voice notes are scary to get from random people because I'm like, what are you going to say? But slide to my DM and DMs and just text me and be like, Capri, you will never believe this woman that I saw. I honestly I believe in God. Like she, it's crazy. I was an atheist and I walked into that Starbucks. I was a believer when I left because sometimes it can be so beneficial just to get those things out because sometimes when we keep them in our body, then there's like shame me. Oh shit. Me feeling this way is shameful. I can't tell anybody. And, and sometimes mm-hmm. then, then the keeping it in can trigger the shame response. Sometimes it's not always shame. Then keeping it in, it can be keeping it in can lead to the shame. Right. So I I want to encourage you, and even if it's not even if it's not us, which I'm mean, like it should be because like we're DMs, but like <laughs> having friends that are okay with that. I mean, you should have friends who are okay with you, whoever you are. Otherwise, like maybe find yes. new friends. But like having Please. people who are like down for you to to text them about like wild escapades that you've done or things that you're feeling. Um, I'm really into the bucket theory of like you have different people in your life who fulfill different things in your needs and you fulfill yes. different things for them. So expecting one person to, you know, fill all your needs and especially all your oh, polyamory tangent. I'm just kidding. Not going to polyamory right now. Mm. But but uh, you can see where the dots are connecting. But like, you know, even <laughs> having having someone where it's like your best friend and your boyfriend play vastly different roles in your life. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's great that they do that. So maybe mm-hmm. this is a best friend conversation, not a boyfriend conversation. And that's okay. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with your relationship with your boyfriend. Yes. It just means mm-hmm. that, hey, this, your boyfriend has set some boundaries. We love that he does that. We're so proud of him for mm-hmm. feeling brave enough to set the boundaries. And now you respond in acting in a way that, uh, that, that still fulfills your needs, but still, still keeps his boundaries intact. Mm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, no notes. Mic drop. Nailed that. Uh, <laughs> we'll do We'll do a couple more. Okay. Yay. Tips to come out when everyone thinks it's a phase. So much fun. This is also a canon event. You know my thoughts on phases. You know where I am with phases. Mm. Mm-hmm. But tips. So here's the thing, right? If we've already established that coming out is for you and it's for no one else and you get to decide how and when you want to do it, if you want to do it, um, and that the most important thing is that you know who you are, you have to be really grounded in that belief and remind yourself of that Mm. and come back to these spaces, you know, whether it's listening to podcasts, consuming queer media, content, reading, whatever you need to do, do that. Be, Be surrounded by your queer community and by your friends and the people who are affirming you because you know who you are. You know it's not a phase. and uh, whether they like it or not, eventually they're going to see it's not a phase two, right? Yeah. So you don't have anything to prove to them. Um, if that is people's responses, we've definitely all been there. And it is unfortunate. And, and you know, all you can really do is affirm that you know who you are and continue living, living your life. Because, yeah, time will tell for them. 
Mm-hmm. And it's going to be really hard to say, this is still a phase 10 years from now when I'm still gay. So, <laughs> hey, that's a really long, when crazy. does this phase end? This phase has been going on for like mm. 25 years. That's yeah. wild. Feels like a, feels like a lifelong phase. Almost, yeah. Then be like, ah, that's just your phase for this lifetime though. The next one you're going to yeah. be so straight. <laughs> no. And also like, do not fear the phase. If it is a phase, then that's great. College is a phase. Childhood mm. is a phase. A relationship that you were in for 10 years is also a phase. Phases are still incredibly significant. The only time that times that people think that phases are insignificant is when it comes to like clothing and also being bi. You know, those are what people are like, it's just a phase, mm. man. It's just a phase. I don't want you to ever fear people saying that's a phase because like if it is, that's okay. And also like people invalidating your sexuality does suck. So I don't want to like, you know, say like, let them say it because it's fine because it's not. But um, yeah, I think that does come back to what Ashley said about like, you know, who who are you doing this for? Because if they say it's a phase to you and that really guts you, where you and as it, as it would, you know, because that would hurt your feelings. Are you were you doing it for their approval or were you doing it because you felt compelled just to share something about yourself intrinsically? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And also remember that the whole being it, it it's a phase response is something that people have heard regardless of how you identify whether you are bisexual lesbian gay so many people have dealt with that same response and so there's literally an an entire community out here who's like no we get it and it definitely (laughs) wasn't a phase same pride is not a phase yeah we're we're here we're Mm -hmm. we're queer we're queer and we're not going anywhere Ah. so i love that yeah did you make that up that you think that no i'm Um, just kidding that's a joke that was a joke I was about to say, um, yeah, straight off the dome. Oh, <laughs> you would lie to me? Wow, Ashley's in her I liar would phase. I never lie to you. Can't we call it? It's a joke. It's a okay. hee ha ha. In your comedian funny. phase? I love that. Ha ha. Uh-huh. You already know. <sighs> Any advice on coming out a little later, aka in your 30s? So we'll, we'll say later in life in general. But first of all, welcome. Hi. Hi. Better late than never. We've been waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> We've been hoping that one day you would, you would notice, you would take the hints that we've been sending out for you. Uh, but no, for real, like, congratulations, welcome. And know that, I don't know, for me, I'm like, I get it in terms of the way that life works, right? Then yes, technically you are coming out later in your life. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's late, right? I think everything happens. I'm really woo-woo. So I'm like, everything happens <gasps> exactly when it's supposed to, right? So you are you are right on time, baby. Mm. And yeah, it, and, and it's beautiful and it's amazing. And it's the same, you know, whether you're coming out at 45 or 15. As somebody, you know, my dad didn't come out until he was 40. And he is living his, let me just say, I know he's listening right now. Jacques <gasps> is living his best life. Hi, Jacques. He's living his best life. I think hi, he actually hi, had somebody. Hi, gave her go dad. Hi. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, somebody else said, just came out as bi, 35-year-old woman with two Woo! kids married to a man, scared but excited. Love that, love that, love that, love that. Like, it. you are not late. You're right on time. And the fact that you are getting to embrace this part of yourself is so exciting and mm-hmm. wonderful and amazing. And much like with everybody else, but I do think it there is, you know, even more layers to it where you got to do your best not to look for validation in other people. Like, do not listen to the people, especially in romantic dating situations, right? Don't listen to the people who, like, don't believe that you're queer or or feel like you need to prove something to them because you Mm. might have only been with men in your life or because you do have kids or whatever that looks like. Yeah. Like, you know who you are. 
and that's all that matters. And there are so many people out here who are going to affirm you and love you and validate you without you having to jump through any hoops for them. Like mm. there are so many people uh. who who it takes this much time to to come out for. And if anything, like oh my it chills. really fucks with me. It fucks me up. Actually, I'm getting a little angry right now thinking about it. That other people make make you feel shitty for coming out later in life because it is a privilege to get to come out earlier in life, to to know yourself and to have safe spaces where you get to share that with people. I, I am so lucky that I got to come out when I was 15, right? Capri is so lucky that they got to come out earlier in life. To have to go through your whole life feeling like you have to suppress a part of yourself is awful and in some ways physically painful. And so I feel like you deserve extra parades and rainbows and shit because you are, you know, however old you are and are willing to embark on this new journey in this in this new chapter. Like that's amazing. And you're badass. You're so badass. And equally queer, equally gay, equally bi, equally trans, whatever it is, you are that. And I love that for you. We love that for you. Yes. Okay, I'm done. Yeah, I know that's beautiful. I, I like, like I had full body and I kept wanting to be like, yes, yes. But then I was like, Capri, shut up. You're going to ruin it. So I just was like, sit on your hands. Um, But yeah, and also to add on top of that, like coming, the only late coming out is when you're looking back on your life, like on your deathbed. And you're like, damn, I really wish. That's number one, the, one of the number. There's like a book where it talks about the five biggest regrets of the dying. The number one regret of the dying is that they lived a life that other people expected of them instead of a life that was authentic to them. Mm. So you deciding to step into your authenticity at any age, especially later in life, is so fucking courageous and is so is so honorable so I don't mm-hmm. want you to ever feel like, oh, it's late. Like I missed out because you didn't. You didn't miss out. Missing out would be looking back on your life and realizing you never did it and you never and you never fully accepted yourself. And you're not doing that. So you didn't miss out. Period. Period. The end. And I know, Capri, I know you talked about it earlier, but I'm going to shameless plug Capri's Patreon again. Mm. If you do need more in-depth questions answered, Capri is out here killing it, giving you all the knowledge, giving you all the tea, right? Giving you all the uh, attention, love, care community on their Patreon. And you should check it out because Capri's a fucking genius. Oh, <laughs> I appreciate that so much. It's been it's been really fulfilling and I've really enjoyed like, because, you know, like Instagram and TikTok, we only have like max three minutes. I mean, TikTok does 10 minutes, right. but like I'm, no, not, not not editing with TikTok software for 10 minutes. Thanks though. But yeah, to be able to have like these fuller in-depth conversations with people and do your specific question and give it like, no, let's like actually talk about this for like 15 minutes at least has been really fulfilling to me as a creator because I love the fact that our content can reach so wide to people. But at a Mm -hmm. certain point, I'm like, I also want to go like deep with people. I want to, I want to go more vertical with the Mm -hmm. help. So thank you for the plug. I appreciate it. It's been really fun. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Y'all got to go check it out. Happy, happy national coming out day, coming out week, whatever we're calling it. Mm -hmm. You guys are killing it. We love you. Thank you so much for submitting responses. Shameless plug, our podcast. Uh, not our podcast. Shameless plug, this is your podcast that you listen to. Shameless plug for our Instagram so that you can be a part of whatever conversations that we are having over there. And thank you so much to everybody who submitted and trust, trust us with our stories because we do not take that lightly. Yeah. At all. 
And I would love to do a, an episode that's just like full listener stories. So if you want to share your queer stories, you know, about seeing that girl at coffee bean that you're obsessed with or the story of like mm. telling your boyfriend that you're bisexual or, you know, like you're you're a man, you're going on your first date with a man and like how you picked your outfit. Like we mm. we want to be oh, that one. Actually, like I could smell his cologne. When I no, I that. love that. Actually. Oh, wow. I saw it. I saw it. I like I, I he, it. he was wearing a bow tie for some reason in my head, but maybe it's just because I'm not around a lot of gay men that I was like, he's in a yeah. bow tie. Right. Yeah. In suspenders. Sure. Oh, he looked. Listen, he looked good. He was wearing well, it. Okay. We we want to be a space where you feel safe to to share those stories, especially if you if you don't have like people yet that you feel safe to like tell those stories with. And you can you can share it with us and be like, hey, I actually don't want this to be on the podcast, but I did want to share this with somebody and we'll read it. But if you do want yes. it to be on the podcast, we will be like, ah, and like cheer you on because we want to be. We want to be a part of your queer joy as much as you're a part of yes. our queer joy. Yes, absolutely. No notes. Mm. The end. Yay. Yeah, thanks, guys. Happy happy coming out if you choose to do so. And if you don't and you just come out to yourself, happy coming out. You're amazing. You're awesome. And we're throwing you parties and parades and balloons and rainbows and all the things. Yes. Uh, Because you're brave, because you're courageous, because you're so smart, because you're living authentically, and because you are so hot. Oh, my God, you're so hot. It's like, actually. It's ridiculous. Listen, the way you wear that bow tie, I just can't. (laughs) I just can't. So, yes, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. No, actually, just the bow tie. That's it. That's, a, yeah. that's all you're wearing. You're just wearing the bow tie. Go on your date oh, in just shit. the bow tie. We gotta go. It's Ooh. actually this is the end. Um, but we love you guys. <laughs> love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to a little queer podcast. And hey, if you want more, DM us on Instagram at littlequeerpod. Be back here next Thursday for another episode. I already miss you. Leave us a review, but only the good kind for real. For real, for real. And and subscribe. I love you. Bye. Music by 118. Ooh.